Hey guys, so today I really wanted to talk about the five tips for building an email list for your course or your program launch. And I think this is such an important topic because when it comes to creating a course or a some kind of a group program that you're trying to launch to your audience, we can tend to put like a lot of time and energy into crafting this top-notch course and then also just like putting in our sales pages and as well as time on social media. And I'm not saying that those aren't all important things because yes, you should put a lot of time and energy into each of those, especially into your course. You want to feel confident that you are providing more value than the dollar you are asking for, right? So you really want to get your clients the answers to their problems. You want to help resolve these pain points that they're having. And so while that is all good, what is really important is that you are never going to be able to help them with these problems if you are not able to let them know what you're selling and let them understand why they need that and how it's going to benefit them and help get them over this stumbling block that they're upon. Um, so how we do that is through an email list because you can spend all the time and energy you want really creating this amazing course, but it's not going to help anybody if they don't buy it. Um, so this is where I want to dive into the email list and the importance of all of this. Um, but before we dive into an actual email list and the essentials of it, I really want to define what an email list is. Um, no, so let's just take it back to the basics. So an email list is a tre treasure trove of email addresses that you've acquired through various methods. You know, this is really where you start pulling people in through lead magnets, which are amazing on things like your website or um, also on social media. Or if they've made other smaller purchases from you, then you can also collect all your email addresses there. So this is really your ticket to communicate directly with your potential and current customers and you own this list where opposed to your social media following, you don't own that and there's never any promises there. So let's really dive into why having an email list is essential to the success of your online course. Okay, so reason number one for having an email list is that an email list, as I mentioned, is the MVP of your digital marketing toolkit. So it's really no secret that the online business resolves around customer relationship. Your email list is, as I said, the collection of people who have already shown interest in what you have to offer. So these are people who have already purchased from you or grabbed your lead magnet and they're saying, hey, like what you are offering, I am interested in. Maybe at this moment in time, I'm not quite ready to buy, but there's some form of interest that if you continue to nurture it, then maybe it will develop into that. So they've actively chosen to hear from you by opting into your email list. So that's so important. This is not a cold audience anymore. This is a warm to hot audience. So you have such a benefit here. They have seen what you have to offer. They know your name and they have physically put in their name and email address in and submitted it to you to hear more from you. And if they don't want to hear anything else from you, they can just unsubscribe. So you know if they're still actively on your list, they're still there for a reason. And really, it's just so important that we take the people we have on our social media and direct them to that email list because of that exact same thing. Because, you know, social media can get 
people get really inundated with everyone trying to sell everything. People are getting a little numb to the sales processes. And a lot of the times they just are sick of it. So, you know, we have to get a little creative with our strategy on social media and not constantly just be selling all of the time, but we still need to sell. And so where we do that is the email list. Okay, so the first technique is going to be something that you have already heard of before, I'm sure, but just in case you have not, let's cover it. And also, even if you've already heard of this or are even actively using it, let's dive into how you can make it even better. So the first strategy to build your email list for your launch is going to be by offering a lead magnet. So if you've heard the term lead magnet, you're already using lead magnet, this is a valuable free resource that you're going to offer to your audience in exchange for their email address. So this could really be anything from a book to or an ebook to a guide to a template, a checklist, a quiz, really anything that's going to offer a valuable resource that your audience would find useful. So one thing that I see where there's a little bit of a disconnect here is you really want to make sure that your lead magnet is closely related to the product or service that you'll be launching to attract the right audience, right? Because if you just give away, let's say you give a, just a recipe book full of healthy recipes. Okay, that's great. That could attract so many different people, but it isn't going to give you the assurity that you are attracting the correct people for the course that you're launching. So let's say your course is all about endometriosis. So the, here you might be attracting a variety of people who are interested in healthy eating without them being interested in endometriosis, correct? So maybe instead you could do a checklist for um, something related to endometriosis. So maybe you do like period pain checklist, you know, to help gain relief from the horrendous periods or whatever it might be. But I think you guys understand what I'm putting down here is that don't make your, your lead magnet so vague that it's attracting so many people who aren't actually your ideal client. You really want to make sure that throughout all of your marketing, starting with your lead magnet, you are talking to your ideal client. And because that is going to help you increase conversion rates and really make sure you're attracting the right people. Um, and, and also, I really want to make sure that when you are doing like when you are giving away this lead magnet, make sure that it really is a valuable resource. I want this to be something where someone opts in and they grab this and they say, wow, I cannot believe that this person is giving this away for free. Like this is so much valuable information that I can really get to the next step with. But make sure that it's not giving away all of the information to the fact that they don't actually need to pay for your course anymore because you already solved their problem. That's not where we want to get. But we do want them to get some small wins and get, you know, at least a step or two ahead and and think to themselves, if this person is giving this away for free, I can't even imagine what their paid content is like, right? That's really what we want to do. So when it comes to creating a really great lead magnet, as I mentioned, we want to make sure that this is really speaking to your ideal client. So step one, I want you to define your ideal customer. So go ahead and figure out 
if you have not already done this in your business, this is a great place to start. So just make sure you understand who your target audience is um, and ask yourself questions like, what problem are they struggling with? What are their goals and aspirations? And what information or resources do they really need to achieve them? And really get inside this person's head, you know, figure out figure out those pain points, figure out those goals, figure out what life would look like if they don't hit those goals, what life looks like now and like how those pain points are holding them back from everything else that they love in the world. It's just really getting in that person's head. And a lot of the times your ideal client is you back before you were able to figure out these problems for yourself. So keeping that in mind. And then, as I mentioned, you've got to figure out this problem that you're solving. So, like, what? how are you helping this person really achieve, like, what is holding them back, right? Really get in and figure that solid thing out. Because one thing I see is people get a little too vague. You know, we want to help everyone and we want to solve all the problems. But I can promise you that that is not how you are going to sell. You are going to get lost in the masses by trying to speak to everyone. Rather, you really need to pull it back and figure out those couple people you're speaking to and you're going to attract so many more because they're going to find you in the crowd and they're going to say, this person is talking to me. And so I see them and I feel like this is meant for me. So I'm going to purchase this rather than just feeling like someone is speaking to everyone. So maybe they're not actually talking to me. Okay, so next you want to choose your type of lead magnet. So as I mentioned, there's a whole range of different things you can do here. Popular types are like ebooks, cheat sheets, checklists, templates, video tutorials, webinars. Um... Now, I'll say when you're starting off with just like a lead magnet to build up your list, you want to keep it a little more simple, especially if this is your first time around. So something like a guide or a cheat sheet, a checklist, those are going to be really great starting points. Um, from there, you can kind of build up to something like a quiz. I mean, quizzes are amazing because everyone wants to diagnose themselves, figure out who they are, what Disney princess they are, you know, whatever that might look like. Um, but those can be slightly more complicated to create. And they can also, the hosting platforms for those can be a little bit expensive. So really just make sure you hone in your message and exactly, like, if you go ahead and make a um, checklist, let's say, make sure, like, test that through your audience and make sure that's an offer that they want, that you're actually getting opt-ins. And then from there, you could take that same idea and turn it into a quiz, if you see what I'm picking up on. And then webinars are super, super great from just completely converting cold audiences. So if you get to the point where you're like super ready to launch, you're not just building your list, but you're ready. You have this program, this course, you're ready to get it out there, get people on their list. But as soon as they're on the list, they're buying. Um, so this is what webinars are super great at. So you can hold off on those until you are like gung-ho ready to launch and um, make sure again, you can really like refine that message in earlier lead magnets, like your checklists or your guides, um, and really understand, make sure that you have your message really solid and it's speaking to your ideal customer and really getting them into the course because then you're going to know that it's working rather than wasting a bunch of money on ads. 
Okay, so then you got to get into actually creating your lead magnet. So your lead magnet, as I've mentioned a million times, just make sure that it's really high quality and it's visually appealing. And then also you want to make sure that the offer is a clear benefit to your audience. So really make sure that your messaging is in place so they understand what they are getting out of it and how it's going to benefit them. Because as I mentioned, it is in exchange. They want this valuable thing you're giving them, but they also are giving you their email list or their email address. And that is a big thing these days because everyone is constantly asking everyone for their email list, right? So these people are having to wade through and decide like, okay, is this really worth me giving you my email address or not? So make sure it's worth it to them. And then you're going to promote your lead magnet. So once you've created your lead magnet, you're going to share it on places like social media, on your website as a pop-up, and then you can mention it in your content. Like if you're writing a blog post or podcast or whatever it might be, making sure to put it there. Also, if you ever go onto someone else's podcast, you want to make sure that you have a uh, a pretty easy URL to direct them to that's going to get them onto your email list through offering them that lead magnet. Also, paid advertising, as I mentioned, is a great way to reach a wider audience. And especially if you're really in like that build stage of like, okay, let's build this list. Um, but I would once again, make sure that your messaging is um, really solid and you understand who you're talking to. Or you can go ahead and start off an ad campaign to really test an offer and just put a lower budget on it and see how that's converting. Now, using a lead magnet um, is is going to really help you attract those right people for your course launch as long as you have that messaging in place that is correct and you've really honed in on who your niche is. And when you give them that little win for that specific problem, you not only grow your list, but then you're also moving them along the stages of opting into your course. Okay, so now that you've got your lead magnet, next let's talk about some ways that you can really get that out there. So one of the ways is to host a giveaway. So hosting a giveaway is a really effective way to build your email list and increase your chances of a successful course. Um, and this is how you really want to go about doing this. So the first step is to determine your price. Your price should be related to your course topic and it should appeal to your ideal audience. For example, if you're launching a course on gut health, you could do a giveaway on a, so you could give away a free consultation to assess their gut health or a free gut health supplement set or something along those lines. So then you want to outline the terms for someone to enter to win. So you'll often see people say things like, tag three friends. But the most important part here is to make sure that they are opting into your email list. So we're looking at things way more than just vanity metrics and really getting clear on our business metrics and parameters and the goals that we're trying to hit. So we don't want to just hit like 500 likes. What we want to do is get 500 people on our email list, right? That would really be the goal. So one great way that I and my clients have done this is by telling the audience to grab their free guide by opting in. So you'll say, okay, so if you want to enroll into this contest, you need to go to the link in my bio and grab my guide and then come back here and share your top two takeaways from the guide in the caption and then 
share it on their story or tag a couple friends so you can continue to get that in front of other eyes. But you can really get creative with this. Um, Just something along these lines really tends to work great. And it's not something you see a lot of people doing, but I've like a lot of my clients, we have done this strategy and it works so much better than simply just getting likes and vanity metrics because we're actually moving forward towards a goal. So next step is obviously to promote this giveaway because if no one knows about it, then no one's going to opt in, right? So of course you want to promote it on your social media platforms, but to really take it to the next level, you can consider doing a joint giveaway with another account. Um, So that way you're actually able to get in front of not only your own audience's eyes, but also their audience's eyes. So you want to make sure that if you do some kind of a joint giveaway like that, that the two of you are really complementing each other. So you would want to do something that was like obviously related. So it's not going to be completely unrelated. Like if you are doing this gut health giveaway because you're a gut health practitioner, you're not going to want to partner with um, someone who does hair. I mean, like, you know, they're just completely unrelated, but maybe if you partner with someone who does hormones, that would make a lot of sense. So you could do a gut health assessment along with the hormone assessment or testing or like supplement care or whatever that looks like. So they're really, so then it's not like a direct line of competition. So you're not taking from each other. You're just simply adding to each other. Okay, so next is something that we already talked about a little bit in the lead magnet, but I just want to dive into this further because as I mentioned, when you start off with the lead magnet, you want to keep it a little more simple. But as you move forward, then this is where we can go into a quiz or a survey. Um, And this is a really great option because as I mentioned, we all love to learn more about ourselves. Um, The important part here when creating your quiz is to make sure that the topic is both appealing to your audience, but also directs directly ties back into your course program or course or program topic, as I mentioned before. So you're making sure that you're pulling those people in. But one of the reasons I really love quizzes and surveys is because it's really giving you a chance to better understand your audience. So you can, you know, slip in questions here and there that might not directly um, reflect the, the answer of the quiz, if this makes sense. So like, um, like the majority of your questions in your quiz are going to be adding towards what what their diagnosis per se would be. But you could slip in questions that you just simply need to know about your audience who's taking this quiz that's going to help you further with marketing um, or how you can assist them or what they're looking for that's not necessarily going to affect the results of the quiz. Some that's just something really fun to think about. Um, Another thing you can do too is like constantly just slipping in surveys wherever you can throughout your whole process to learn more about these people. So you can add some survey questions into like emails or also um, like on application forms or thank you pages, just slipping in a question here or there to see if people answer it. And then you're just gathering all that data that's going to further assist you in making the right choices as you move forward as to how you can both serve your audience and also um, market to them. Okay, so next is that your email list allows you to build these meaningful relationships. So one thing that I see um, quite often is that people have a email list, you know, maybe it's a hundred, maybe it's a thousand or more. But the problem 
that happens is that they are not continuously nurturing this relationship with them. So you need to be regularly communicating to your list. So whether you have sequences in place or you're sending out like a weekly or a monthly newsletter, you need to continue to pop up in their inbox. Now, it can be a bit of um a balancing act here because you don't want to be too much. Like I know I've subscribed to lists before where I'm getting one to two emails every day and I get notifications to my phone for work so that I can see if clients need something from me in that moment or if I have a new lead or something along those lines of someone who's actively wanting to work with me. So I can start to feel really overwhelmed and bombarded when I am just seeing emails pop up on my phone all day long. And I I feel like uh, when I see some the same email coming through every day or every other day, I get annoyed and I'm going to click unsubscribe even if that was something that I really wanted to see. But on the other hand, I have been part of the process where someone has taken me through their email sequence and their newsletters and has then pulled me in and I have purchased from them. Even when in the beginning I said, I'm just going to opt into this freebie, but I'm not actually ever going to purchase. But then, you know, marketing and the way these things are set up, the numbers do not lie. This is how they pull us in. And so it's the way that we also should be nurturing and pulling our audience in. So it's reminding yourself, like, how do I get in front of my audience, keep them a warm audience? We don't want to let that email list become cold. We continue to nurture and eventually sell, but doing it in a way that feels really uh, natural and organic and not overwhelming. Um, So that is where we really need to focus on communication and building that relationship. All right, so the fourth thing you can do is use a content upgrade. So a content upgrade is going to be a piece of content like a blog or a podcast, a YouTube video, which are already pieces that you should be making like weekly, maybe bi-weekly. And if you want to know more about that, you can go back and listen to the content hierarchy episode I did, which was episode one, um, that will give you a little bit more information about that because I know it can seem intimidating, but it doesn't have to be. But anyways, creating these big like these tier one pieces of content and then offering a bonus piece of content that is directly related to the content the reader is currently consuming. So for example, if you have a blog post on 10 tips for better time management, your content upgrade could be a printable worksheet or checklist that helps readers put those tips into action. So content upgrades are effective because they offer additional value to your audience beyond the blog post or article they're reading and it pulls them in when they are already reading and already interested because obviously they wouldn't have taken the time to read or listen about what you had to say if they weren't actively trying to do something about that or weren't really interested in it. So this is just adding value to what you have already told them about. So you're really increasing the perceived value of your content and you're making readers more likely to get you like their email address in exchange for the content upgrade. Here's some tips for creating effective content upgrades. So you want to offer something that complements your content. Your content upgrade should be directly related to the content your reader is consuming and it should offer additional value and help your reader take the action on the information you've provided, right? So, you know, the checklist, the guide, the workbook, the whatever it was that you just taught them about, but now this is like the practical implementation to actually put that into place. 
Now, make sure to keep it simple. Your content upgrades should be easy to consume and implement. You don't want to make this something where they opt in and they're like, whoa, yeah, okay, I'm going to need like a full day off to consume this and actually figure out what to do with it. Really just make sure that A, it's helpful, but B, they can actually get through it. And make it visually appealing. So, this is what we want to do with all of our stuff. Make sure it looks nice and create a clear call to action. So, when your reader is going through this and you offer the content upgrade, you want to make it really clear to them what you're offering and what you want them to do. So, I know it seems super silly, but as humans, we kind of do what we're told. So, if you tell them to download now or get your free checklist, really making sure you're adding in those call to action words. And then make sure this also can seem silly, but make sure when you when they opt in that they're getting that content immediately. So you really want to make sure you have your systems in place so that as soon as they're putting that email list in, they're getting that content. Because I've done it before where I've put my name into some email address and I really wanted this like free piece of content that they were trying to provide me, but I didn't get the the thing until like six hours later or the next day. And by that point in time, like, I have lost focus. I'm not fully focused on what they were talking about. Maybe I don't really even care anymore. So you really need to make sure that you're giving it to them immediately because they want it now and that's their attention is here now. It's not necessarily going to be here now later. So make sure to get in front of their eyes now and provide that value. Okay, so the last one is to use a pop-up or a slide-in form. So this is pretty simple and you'll see it on most websites, but just when someone comes to your website, you want to make sure that you're having some kind of a pop-up um, that comes in usually about, about 15 to 30 seconds along the user journey. Um, and this can be, you know, you could ask them to stay join your email list, but honestly, whenever... And I don't know if I'm the only one like this, but I don't think I am because I've worked with a lot of people and I know that when you just ask someone to hop into your newsletter, you know, it's really just maybe a 1% chance that they're going to do it, probably even lower. So you want to make sure that you're exchanging that value. So using those same lead magnets is a very effective way to do that. All right, guys. So there you have it. Those are all the reasons why you need an email list for your course launch or your program launch and exactly how to do it. So you remember your email list is your most valued player of all of your digital marketing toolkit. This is also going to allow you to build meaningful relationships. These people have asked you to be here and this is where you can actually have a successful online course launch because this is where you can sell your offers to people. Now, the ways that we went through that you can do this is making sure that you have a really solid lead magnet that is directly related to your ideal customer and their needs, wants, and pain points. Um, you also want to make sure that you are getting this lead magnet in front of people effectively in ways such as giveaways um, and using content upgrades. So when you're doing something like a blog post or a YouTube video podcast, you're making sure to offer more value on top of what you've already provided for that exchange of their email list or their email address and then you know getting even craftier with the lead magnets doing things that provide a lot of value and interest for your client but also give you some feedback so things like quizzes and surveys and then making sure that you're really having that lead magnet pop up on your website having it in more places than just the link in your bio you know getting crafty and creative with it 
So if you're ready to scale your services and create passive income, um, if you have not already, make sure to grab the ultimate guide to creating a profitable online course. And this is where I'm going to teach you really how to use your expertise to make more impact, income, and freedom so you can ditch the burnout because that's not what we want. Um, in this guide, you're going to find step-by-step instructions on how to get started with an online course that aligns with your values and helps you scale your business while also helping you to gain back your time and freedom. Um, so go ahead and grab that. The link is in the bio. And if you or wanting to follow along with me on Instagram, that would be great. Uh, Maddie Miller Creative Underdash. I'm so glad you guys were here. I hope this was super helpful. Um, let me know if you have any ideas for future episodes and happy course building.